Hey y'all, it's Jenny McGrew and this is the Worship Leaders Collective Podcast. So we just want to welcome John Egan in the studio with us today on our Worship Leaders Collective Podcast. John, thanks so much for being with us today. Jenny, it is a pleasure. Total honor. So great to have you with us and you have such an incredible testimony. You have an incredible story of the faithfulness and the goodness of God, and we just want to give you space and time just to be able to share that. But on another note, you had a new album that just dropped last week, and that's kind of exciting. How's that been? Oh, my goodness. It's, uh, that's a great question. How has that been? (laughs) It is all of it. It is the greatest feeling ever, and I feel grateful, and I feel really excited, and I'm honored, and I'm terrified. And I'm wondering how it's doing. And I hope the world doesn't hate me. And then it goes back to I'm being obedient and I'm having the best time of my life. And I'm so, I'm so pumped. The thing about the, the best thing about the music is that I, I really love it and I really believe in it. Um, so that I could kind of fall back on that at the end of the day and be like, you know what? I really, really love this. And I, I just, I hope people let it into their lives. Yeah, totally. And when you have that heart, uh, that heart will always come through our worship and through the songs that we write, because we know that whatever realm we minister from is the realm that we minister to. So as songwriters, I think whatever realm that we're writing from is the realm that we'll be writing to. And it sounds like you have done that. So you can only imagine how many hearts and lives and homes that it's already reached and it will reach to glory of God. I appreciate that. Yeah. Come on, Jesus. Let it do it. You know, it's interesting, Jenny. It's how we measure things, human beings, how how they measure things or how a market measures things. We have this label and they're amazing. Integrity Music's amazing, but they have needs, you know, they need to measure it a certain way. But then you kind of read through scriptures and look how God measures things. And it's, you can't help but see kind of a disparity between the two and a difference. And so for me, I'm trying to straddle that and just go, Lord, at the end of the day, this is fish and loaves, and you're the multiplier. I'm not the multiplier. So yeah. that's where I get lost, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I get lost in going, oh, I have to multiply. I have to do something with this. So I, I hustle. And next thing you know, is I'm tired, and I'm anxious, and I'm wondering what I'm doing. And it's like, this didn't start this way. Like you said, like the song started in this secret place or in a, in real life situations or so that's the challenge. I think just for any songwriter, just, just, you know, like you're in good company that you're dealing with that tension, but if you have to lean somewhere, just lean on Jesus. He multiplies. It's up to him. Just give him what you got. Yeah. Come on. Preach. It's awesome. And so just on that story that you're sharing about the loaves and the fish, and I know that I've yeah. been in some seasons in my life, where perhaps yeah. you don't feel like you even have a loaf and a fish, but you only have a crumb and a scale, and you're literally yeah, <laughs> right. So you're just like oh, totally. it up to heaven, and you're just like Jesus. I just thank you for the scale from this fish. Yeah. I don't even have a stinking fish gone. <laughs> I don't think that I do. I, got, I, got I don't nothing, even have right. a loaf of bread, but I have this little yeah. piece of moldy crumb off of this <laughs> loaf of bread. And we lift it up to heaven and we just say, thank you, God. 
you know, and well, yeah, when we, well, he, he asked for it. I mean, we, that's the thing. I mean, we offer it up, but he actually, he, that young boy, Jesus said, give it to me. Um, and for one, Denny, like, yeah, we, it's your, it's like our perspective. Sometimes all it is is a crumb, you know, and a scale, yeah, but totally. even that, even that's like a false story we could be living in, you know? Right. And it's like, you know what? We feel that way about it, but no, it's more than that. And I'll this is our more. all. Come on. You know? and, but Jesus asked for it. He said, give me the fish and the loaves. And I, one thing I love about that, that whole uh, passage and that whole area of scripture is, is if he was going to multiply something into the thousands, he didn't need five fish and two loaves. Um, he just need, just give me one of each. I'm going to multiply it. Right. But I, think, I think one of the lessons is no, that little boy had to give all he had, everything, you know, he had to give the, it was, it might've just been five fish and two loaves. That might, that'd be it. But, but it was all he had. And so I think, like even with this album or anything we do in life or in ministry, mm-hmm. I feel so what helps me sleep at night is knowing I didn't just give one fish and one loaf. I, I spent it all. I gave everything I had and it may not be much, but that's not, that's not the issue. That's not even the conversation. The conversation is, did you give everything? And I gave everything. And then once it's out of your hands, my goodness, like what happens after that? It's not even our concern in a way, you no. know? No, it's, it's not, you know, what matters is that you're faithful and which I think really ties in well with what we're going to talk about a little bit or what I would like to give you space to share about is your, your life testimony. And obviously we don't have enough time to hear your entire life testimony, but maybe. (laughs) Well, it all started back in Jersey. (laughs) I was born. Sorry. Sorry. Keep going. (laughs) Perfect. Um, but you really do have an incredible story. Just the parts that, you know, we were talking about last week and just even just your heart to be faithful. But I, I, yeah. I know that a heart that really is faithful is a heart that truly knows the faithfulness of God. And, and when you're around people who have, who really know the faithfulness of God and, and really live a life to be faithful to God mm-hmm. that you know that they have lived a life that really just it was God or nothing it was it was literally Jesus all I have are these loaves and this fish this is it this is it yeah but I know that is I'm faithful to lift this up to you that you will make it more than everything that I could yeah, that's right. or imagine that's good, Jenny. and that's the miracle that's of surrender and that's the miracle and the power of of the faithfulness of God, his faithfulness to us and our God, our faithfulness to him. And even seasons in life, like the scripture talks about how God is even full of faith over us when we're feeling faithless, you know, he is faithful, right. you know, right. and, I'm good. And in seasons that it's not necessarily that we're, we're faithless, but it's just that we just need that little bit of push to get there, but our, but our hearts surrendered at, at even the crux of, you know, in those seasons when we're just, you know, like, God, I don't know what to do. Like the scripture says, but my eyes are on you. Come on. That's, yeah. that's my favorite. You know, that's my favorite. That, it might be my favorite scripture. King Joseph, I, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. Can I tell a story about that passage? Yeah, do it. Yeah, please. I don't know if we're on an agenda here and I'm, we're already delayed. I don't know, but, um, so 
That I mean, that's, that passage is right. We got enemy armies all around, right? Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat is the scriptures say he's afraid, like any of us get, and the people are afraid. And he says, "I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you." I think one of the reasons songwriters love that passage is because it rhymes. I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think as songwriters, we think if it rhymes, it must be true. <laughs> but <laughs> I think like. I, okay, so let me just tell this quick story. I was, I took my, my wife was uh, out of the country doing this mission trip. So I had all three kids. I had all three kids for like a week and which is a disaster waiting to happen in itself. But so I took the kids one night to McDonald's because, because that's what you do when you're, you're going, you have to feed your kids, you go to McDonald's and it had one of those playgrounds, you know, those playgrounds, like a whole other room. Yeah. You have McDonald's up in Canada. Yeah, we do. We have one. Okay. Good to know. Um, anyway, all right. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. Um, I take the kids in there, and they're playing. And so this is a few years ago. So my so my uh, my oldest son, he was about six or seven, and then my youngest son was like three. And my two boys were up there playing in those high tubes. And there was another kid in the playground that was just screaming at other kids. He was running around. He actually was like roaring, trying to like roar like a lion and intimidate other kids and I was kind of keeping an eye on it and my boys couldn't see me watching them but I was there watching them anyway so I see my boys get up on this high tube up in the playground and that young boy that's that's intimidating all the other kids he started going down the tube toward my boys Mm. and they're kind of I'm watching this whole thing kind of the silhouette through the tube and I'm about to see what's what's about to happen and this kid gets in my oldest son, Jones, and then my youngest son, Lewis, he gets in their face and he screams at him. He roars at him. And Jones, my oldest son, just pointed at this kid he just, and shaking, pointed at this kid and just told him, you shut up, you know, shut up. And he's like, you're scaring my brother. You shut up. And it defended his little brother and he stood strong. And I could see this whole thing and I'm watching and watching my son shake just trying to be strong and then I so then I, I started yelling at Jones Jones look down at me I'm right here I'm right here and there's like this little windows thing on the tube just look at me and he turns and he, he locks eyes with me and he starts just crying he starts bawling because and he, he was so strong standing in opposition to this fear and this thing Mm-hmm. but it's the, it's the greatest most, I mean I just came alive with this with this realization because once he locked eyes with dad mm-hmm. once he locked eyes with his father he didn't have to be strong anymore he didn't have to fake it anymore he didn't have okay. to stand strong pointing at the enemy or pointing at whatever was coming at he all he had to do is look into the eyes of his dad I'm gonna start crying and yeah so good he, all of a sudden, his brain. All of a sudden, his brain told his soul, or his soul told his brain, "You don't have to be strong anymore, because Dad's here." So that that Jehoshaphat is scared and says, "We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you." That is worship. That is this incredible gift of worship. Is we don't know what to do. We're live. We're broken people. We're living in the in between. You know, resurrection's coming, but it's you know it's come, but it also hasn't come yet. What do we do? we put our eyes on the father and when we put our eyes on the father, our like fake strength, our like lifting ourselves up can stop. And 
so sorry. I I wanted to run with that. You mentioned that scripture. I just yeah. I just that story just made that passage come alive to me. Yeah, it's a powerful story that I think well that I know everyone can relate with, and it resonates mm-hmm. with them. And mm-hmm. and I know that a lot of people are there now. You know, they are they're going either going too hard, or they've crashed and burned because they have gone too hard. And perhaps right. that's a conversation for another day, but we could, we could yeah. use that. Like with even what you're talking about, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Yeah. Um, let's use a little bit of that just to lead in, to share a little bit about your story. And yeah. even maybe perhaps where you wrote um, some of the songs of Unveiled Song, but I just really want to give you the space to even just share about God's faithfulness in, in your yeah. life and how, how that could help other people because I know it's a story that will resonate with many and people need to hear that, you know, and be like, Oh, I'm not alone. Oh, I'm not the only one. Oh, God is for me. He's not, you know, even if the whole world was against me, God being for me was greater than all that. As I surrendered my face before the Lord, an army was behind me. All of heaven shouts as we. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yes. Okay. I've been at my church for almost 18 years, New Life Church of Colorado Springs. Uh, I think that's been the single greatest um, strength of my life is that I have somehow tapped into a people who have, who I know and they know me. And, you know, I think when you look at the story of God, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, Jenny, it's, you know, if you really look at like the narrative of even scripture, you see kind of like our outrageous ability to kind of just be all over the map and God's outrageous ability just to stay firm and stay faithful to us. Um, and he's writing this amazing story with all of our lives. And even though we run to the right, we run to the left, and, you know, and some, and some of that's good. Some of it's, some of it's, uh, the intention is good trying to stay obedient and the, find the will of God. And um, I have just found and I want to be careful because I don't want to, I don't want to romanticize just staying in one place for the rest. I mean, God calls people, uh, out, you know, I have wonderful friends who plan the churches from, from our church. And, um, but I also have just have seen, um, you know, how ingrained in us is this, if, if things aren't going our way, we leave or, um, if, you know, if we haven't gotten what we kind of felt we deserved, we control the situation, you know, and I just think living it out, you know, choosing your people and living it out, um, that you're, you know, is, is the great antidote to that, you know? And so it's why, it's why the album I just did is totally live because I just felt like great character, the main character, you know, is Jesus. And then what's the character after that? I'd love for it to not be me. I'm so uncomfortable with that, actually. This is my first solo thing and my name on the cover. And I really thought that would feel okay, but it felt awful because I want, I want, (laughs) I get that. (laughs) I want the character on the recording to be about the people. Um, So our church, I mean, it was 12 years, you know, I've been there 18 years, you know, we were, we were going strong and 12 years ago, our founding pastor, um, had to step step down step out because it's just a just a kind of an ugly scandal you know and and 
that was 12 months ago and that brought kind of a that shook us hard you know it kind of took away some security and and man, i'll tell you what it really exposed how much you really trust man and how much right. you kind of put all your stock in man um it really exposed that for us and suddenly we were going wow okay jesus you say that when we're weak you are strong okay let's try to figure out what that means um it was a lot of shame that came on our church, you know, even from like from the city, there was, you know, mockery and, and the enemy loves that. That's what he does. The enemy mocks, you yeah. know, he, he loves, he loves to make, he loves to laugh at us, you know, and mm-hmm. there's actually a great theologian who says that the, uh, Robert Jensen, I think his name is, he says, he says, he said, I didn't really have a great theology on the devil until all of a sudden I felt like I was being laughed at. Wow. And mocked. And that developed kind of his thoughts about the enemy. So anyway, I I wrote a song in that season called Overcome. We will. It was a song of faith, a song about the future. We will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony taken from from the book of Revelation. But so we're in the throes of this change in our church. And then it was 11 months, no, 10 months after the scandal, there was a shooting at our church. Uh, the our second service let out, and about thirty minutes later, thirty minutes later, a young guy, eighteen years old, disgruntled. Um, he was from uh, he's about an hour north of us, and he was just targeting Christians. And he knew about a large church in Colorado Springs, and he came down. And he went to the back of his car, got out his all his he put his backpack on full of ammunition, and had his assault rifle and he started shooting cars as they were getting in, you know, families were getting into their cars to leave for church. And we, we lost, uh, we could have lost so many more, but we lost two girls, two teenage girls that day. And, and so sad they were both from the same family. Um, they, he, he targeted a minivan, a whole family was getting into the minivan and, and a lot of them were shot. Two girls died. Um, he shot out a bunch of other cars and he went into the building where he was taken down, uh, by security. Uh, thank God we had, you know, people there to help. Um, so scandal 10 months later shooting. What do you do with that? You know? And, uh, it's like, it's just the worst thing ever. I mean, it's one of those things would be enough to destroy the, you know, community of people. But right. We had, we had both those things within a year. So it was, this is where a lot of my theology of worship was really shaped because we had nothing. We were on our backs, completely lost. You know, we didn't even feel like we had people rooting for us. Um, so what do you do? You know, and so it was, that was a Sunday. And then so Wednesday night, we called a church family meeting to discuss what we were going to do as a church. And the place was packed. We had no idea. We thought it'd be empty because, you know, that's a lot of fear. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. comes in when you're talking. It's, it's one thing to talk about the shame of, of sin or, you know, it's one thing to talk, another thing to talk about murder. Mm-hmm. Um, but the place was packed out. And we got up there and we didn't know what else to do, but we sang, we sang, we will overcome. We sang overcome. Uh Mm -hmm. 
And all I remember, all I know, it was like one of the single greatest encounters with the Lord that I've ever had in my life. I just wept and I wept and I wept. I mean, and I looked around at the other guys on the stage and we, everyone was just a total wreck. Mm-hmm. And I look out in the congregation and people are just roaring with faith. I mean, roaring. They're not singing a song. It's, it's got, who cares what the title is? Who cares who wrote it? This is truth that is truer than what we were in. What we were in was real. What we were in was true. What we were facing was very true. We were dealing with fear. We were dealing with the loss of two of, two of our kids. But we started singing something that was more true somehow. Mm-hmm. And everything changed. I remember, because I, I, I had no faith for it. And then all of a sudden I thought, well, we were singing, when we were singing together as a church and the roar that was coming out, I thought, oh my goodness, we just might make it. But even we, thinking we about that, even thinking about that song, though, in the bridge, it's the word of God. It is. You, you're sharper than the word of God, you know, and they overcame That's by right. the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, you know, and what can be more powerful Amazing. than is just singing no. and, and not just yeah. singing, but de- declaring at that point, because you're talking about how your church was boring. And when your church is yeah. roaring and just, oh, I just feel the presence of God as we're just talking about it. But as you're roaring together, the word of God that is powerful and quick and sharper than any two-edged sword, it just divides and it right. cuts between the stuff that it's like, what the heck stuff? But then God just gets in there. He just gets in there as we roar and we come together in, in the power of unity and the power of agreement. It's just, you know, hell trembles, hell trembles and hell trembled that day. I'm sure, and there was, I'm sure that yeah. there was a shift at the roaring of proclaiming and declaring the word of God that day. That's right. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly the word. Uh, there was a shift because we were hopeless and we walked out full of hope. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, and God takes his time with things. He does, but every once in a while he comes, I'm going to change something really fast. Yeah, come on. And that, that night he did. That night he did. And it's been, it's been 11, 12 years. Uh, since then and it's still it's it's a big part of our story and and our, ch- our church is doing awesome you know the church is amazing um and they're singing strong on this album you know because we have a story that we're living in and so I, yeah i mean worship that's when that's when i realized i mean i was a worship leader then i was a songwriter then but <clears throat> everything changed after that um i wanted to give I wanted to give people a song to sing that they could use when they had to go through, when they had to get through real life stuff, real broken stuff. What could they, like you said, what could they declare that stands in total opposition to the stuff we're dealing with? And that, that is worship. That is this insane gift that we have to gather together with other saints and lift up a song or lift up an idea lift up a truth that is more real than something that's quite real and it changes things uh, and it changed things for us so just sharing that is so powerful Uh, (laughs) just hearing you speak about this what would you say to the people who are listening to this who are going through it right now because you had used the word through and i know many people and all of us I think yeah. if we have the keen sense of the obvious, so hopefully we learn really fast that, oh, trying to go around it doesn't actually really work because 
I'm just going to come right back to this place again. But just that word through is just it's a powerful preposition that you're using there. What does what yeah. would you say to people who are going through it? Yeah, yeah, I would say to to not the enemy would love for you to hide. Um, he'd love for you to stop, um, and he'd love for you to try to figure out how to go around. Um, you know, we don't love suffering, and we don't have we don't really often have a good grid for suffering. But Jesus suffered. We he learned obedience by what he suffered. And if we're to share in his glory, we have to share in his suffering. There is, listen, this is temporary. The life we have right now in this, we have an eternity rushing at us, everybody, that is full of resurrection, that is full of hope and full of life. And there'll be no tears and there'll be no fears. That is rushing at us. And that will be our eternity. And that will be our forever. But here we are now in this breath of a life, Standing in the in-between of death and resurrection. Death has happened and we're going, we're reeling. You're reeling. You're suffering. You're wondering what's going on. You're wondering what's next. I get it. I've been there. We've all been there and we're going to be there. But we know what's coming next. And that's what could change our present situation. Okay? So uh-huh. your fears won't last. They cannot last. Your anxieties, I have some, I, I have a tendency for some anxieties that could come sometimes and cripple me. But it's not going to last. I know that. I know that with all my heart. So what do I do? I sing. I tap into my faith. I grab all the believers around me and say, let's, let's worship the Lord. Because in our worship, we tap into a reality that is rushing at us. And all of a sudden, our current reality, uh, even as I'm saying this to you now, I just feel this peace of the Lord. I just feel this comfort from heaven. And I think it's because we're tapping into yeah. The yes. greater reality, we're tapping into the yes. greater truth. So I would just say, hang on, people. It's not going to last. Worship your way and go through it because, oh, what the Lord wants to teach you as you go through your, your suffering. And also, he, he wants to use your suffering because he, needs, he wants to use you to help other people who are suffering. He always has a plan, and it's always to love his people. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Preach. So good. <laughs> Keep growing. Keep You're going. You're going to go it, Jen. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm going to put this coffee down. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Um, well, let's just end here because I just feel like there's probably in, at some point in the future there's going to be a part two to this. Um, I'm so in. Yeah. Um, but let's just perhaps end here with maybe uh, talk about a song or two on the album. Yeah. Unveil, just to bring this yeah. into the, the now because you you literally are this this is so fresh and this is mm. happening right now and just as we've been sharing mm. and people have been hearing your story and your heart i want them to be able to even experience more of that on this album Unveil. Yeah. what would be a couple of songs that perhaps could resonate with some of yeah. you're, you're sharing even today you know um okay so the majority of the album these songs for the church because that's 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 my heart that's where i live um and they're all rooted in this defiant declaration and i mean defiant by by just saying yeah life might be this or this the situation might be this but i'm going to stand in the face of that and say this um i'll highlight one song so there's there's worship to God 
about God, vertical. Um, and it's the, I think it's one of the, it's probably the, the great expression of worship. There's another expression of worship that, and we see David do that this a lot in the Psalms, is he actually sings or talks to his soul. He okay. commands his soul. And I think that's a tool that believers need to grab a hold of. So there's a song on this album that, that I wasn't sure we would even include it because it's not typical congregational. Uh, it's very mm-hmm. psalmish, but it's called Be Strong. And it's kind of based out of Psalm 40, also out of Joshua 1.9. Mm-hmm. But it's in Psalm 40, David is, is really honest, saying, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. You know, are you going to listen to me? Are you going to hear my cry? And then he says, you know, message translation message says he finally heard my cry. Or he says he inclined and heard my cry. Or, you know, at last he heard my cry. There's a waiting in there, right? There's an in-between. So what do we do when we're holding that space? Which I think so much, isn't the aren't maybe 100% of us holding that space <laughs> of this in-between? What do we do? And the song Be Strong is, I know you're going to, like Psalm 40, you're going to lift me out of the pit. I know you're going to put a song on my lips. I know you're going to put my feet on the rock. But until then, let me sing to my soul, Be Strong. Come on. Be not afraid, yeah. for the Lord is soon on his way. He will break through. He will tear through the night. And so that song, Be Strong, um, when I showed it to my wife, um, we both were just a mess, you know. And she said, I don't care what the label says. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. You're including this song. <laughs> so I called oh, so the, the label. the label likes this song. They like yeah, it. Yeah, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I called. Here's the deal. Mama has spoken. <laughs> so, and they just said, "We surrender. You got it." Um, but I think, and the album's only been out like a couple of weeks. So I, I think, I think, but I've already heard unique stories about that song. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one that people are grabbing a hold of, and. Um, I don't know. And that's, I think just for us as worshipers, like us as people of God, we have to, we have to, we have to command our, we have to prophesy to ourselves. Get up. Yeah, we be do. strong. You know, he's on his way. It's going to be okay. We do. And we need to learn that and we need to grow in that because yeah. that's part of growing uh, as a believer and as children of God is, you know, that maturity yeah. of saying, okay, come on, be strong. Right. Yeah. And, right. and that's really the crux of right. us as worship leaders. You know, even Psalm 103, we see it over and over in the Psalms, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all oh my soul. Yeah. Bless, bless the holy name. Yeah. Right. Right. Hey, so would you pray a prayer over yes, so worship much. leaders collective and just over every listener today that perhaps hasn't heard of worship leaders collective yet, but just pray yeah. a prayer of, you know, just anything that's yeah. in your heart, but even I, I, already, I already sense what's going to come out of it, but it's just going to be yeah. the keep going prayer, you know, God is faithful. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Oh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, what are we without you? You have invited us in. You give us a seat at your table. You want to be seen with us. Can we just embrace that for a second? Can we just realize that 
you may feel alone. You may battle comparison. You may battle um, trying to prove yourself. But I just want to say to you, friends, listening to this, you, you have a seat at the table of God. And he's so proud to be seen with you. Mm. So just be there for a moment. And then, then I pray for you, friends, that you would not get lost in, the, in comparison. You would not get lost in wondering who you are. You know who you are. You're a child of the King. You're a child of God. And you're a carrier of the glory of God. So any other truth, any other battle, any other temptation is a lie. And I pray in the name of Jesus for strength for you. Whoever, you know, wherever you are, if you're in a car, or you're sitting at home, or you're, you're taking a walk with your headphones in, I pray strength to fill you up right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray for perspective to fill you up right now in the name of Jesus. You belong. And we're all in this together. There's none of us greater than the other. Okay, we are all a, we're all a part of the priesthood of the believers to declare the great truth of God. And I just want to tell you that that you have that you have that song in your mouth. So declare it because people need it. Whatever's going on in your heart and your life, you have this powerful weapon right there in your hands. Just look down at your hands. It's in your hands. It's right there. So use it. Declare it. Keep going. Go through. It's not forever. Your situation, hope is rushing at you. The kingdom is rushing at you. It's at, rushing at all of us. And we're all going to live together in wonderful joy and glory for the rest of our lives. Until then, let's stick together and declare the praises of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thanks, John, so much for being with us and just sharing your testimony. And the goodness and faithfulness of God. We just pray blessing over you and your family and your ministry. And we just just come into agreement with whatever heaven holds for your family this season will be loose mm. in the timing and the plans of God. We bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning Amen. in. Everyone on the Worship Leaders Collective podcast, know that you've been called into the kingdom for such a time as this. Thank you for listening today. It's our hope and prayer that we would grow together to become our greatest of selves for the glory of God. We'll coexist to help encourage, equip, inspire, and connect worship leaders and teams like you from all around the world. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on up and coming episodes. Connect today with our Wilco community group on Facebook. Please also like our Facebook page if you haven't had a chance yet and leave us a rating as it helps us and helps others find us. We are also online at worshipleaderscollective.com.